Hey y'all, hey, we are back with another episode of JC and Co. My name is Samantha, and y'all, I ain't mad no more. I ain't mad no more. Um, after reading that prayer, or reading that verse, and having that prayer with God, like I realized how much I was allowing somebody to take control of who I am. And um, I hated the fact that I was trying to fall back into old habits. And I realized that, you know, I have changed, but it's still a working progress when it comes down to, you know, how I respond to certain situations. And that kind of brought me to something else I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, you know, just just kind of give reference to myself, uh, give a little bit more story time tea on this journey that I've had with God. So... Um, as of recently, like yesterday, day before yesterday, I had one, I had a very vivid dream and, um, it was so vivid that I woke up and still remembered it. And what I do now as of late is, um, when I do have a dream, I would either call somebody and tell them what happened, you know, after I rebuke it and all that. Um, I'll call somebody and tell them what happened in the dream so it could be, like, fresh on my mind. Or I would, like, uh, save a voice note or something like that. Another thing I would do also, um, if I don't feel like doing a voice note, I'll repeat the dream out loud. Because then it just, like, for whatever reason, it just sticks in my brain after that. And um, I never really had vivid dreams before uh, 2020. Uh, I don't know. I never really had it, but around 2020 was when I was really like correctly building my relationship with God. I ended up being very isolated. This was when COVID first started. So I was in my apartment alone, no roommate, no nothing. All my classmates left Georgia. So I was there by myself for a whole month and I spent every single day with God. I'm talking about morning listening to sermons, reading his word, talking to him all the way till nighttime, going to sleep with the sermon, with either listening to the Bible or whatever the case is. Like his, his word was always in my ear every single day. And, um, it put me in a place where I was the closest to him because I wasn't distracted. <clears throat> School was on break. Well, not really on break, but you know, it started being online. So teachers didn't really have much for us to do. So I was really chilling. And um, <clears throat> I built a bond with him to a point that I started having vivid dreams. And, you know, at first when I was having those vivid dreams, I would wake up, be like, oh, my goodness, that was scary. Or, oh, my goodness, that felt so real. But I didn't take in, I didn't take into account that it was a gift or anything. I thought of it as, um, I thought of it as, like, my goodness, like, my dream was so vivid. I, I remember that junk and I hope it don't happen or whatever the case is. So one dream in particular that I had um, was about an ex. Now, around this time, 2020, I was stuck on an ex that I was in a relationship with for many years. And in my mindset, like a crazy person, I felt as though me and this person would eventually come back together. So inevitably, I kind of waited on him. Um, not to say I didn't date any other person, but you know, my, the back of my mind said nothing was ever real or serious to me because I knew in my, 
I wanted that other person back, if you see what I'm saying. And um, I had this dream about my ex, his girl, his family that I was um, that I was close to. And inevitably in the dream, they basically told me, you know, we need to sit you down. We need to talk talk to you about something like, um, I hope you're going to be okay after this. It was some type of scenario like that. And also with things that were happening in the dream, I felt very unwanted. I felt that I wasn't supposed to be there. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be there and that I, I wasn't needed. Then they sat me down or was trying to sit me down and what made me realize it wasn't going to be good news was because the the girlfriend was there. And I'm like, all right, the girlfriend going to be there. Y'all ain't about to tell me nothing that I'm going to want to hear. So when I woke up from that dream, I was like, I don't know what this means, but I feel like I need to prepare. Like, I need to prepare for some news with my ex and the person that he's with. And this, whatever news is going to be, is going to be something that I won't be able to handle on my own. Because when me and him broke up, I didn't take the breakup that well. Um, When the breakup happened, there was so many other things happening that that's when God showed himself to me. That's how, like, I in that moment, I felt like I had nothing. So I felt like that dream was telling me, Sam, do not do that to yourself again. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself and realize that whatever that relationship was is in the past. And you need to move forward to allow something new to happen in your life. So for months, I just, you know, I I wouldn't think about him. I wouldn't, um, I kind of put myself in a place to realize that he may never come back. And he probably will never come back. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to move forward. And um, it was so weird because, like, his family members started coming around. And I'm like, oh, that's so weird because I just had a dream about y'all. And I haven't heard from y'all in, like, over a year and some change. And now y'all kind of popping up. So I was just like, that's kind of weird that they coming around now after this dream. Like, what is going on? Then, boom, somebody called me few months later and told me like, Sam, I got to tell you something, you know, real serious. Uh, I hope you're going to be okay. And told me that him and his girl, they were, you know, about to have a child. And I was sad, of course, like I'm not going to play like I wasn't, but I wasn't broken. I didn't cry. I wasn't broken. And I told the person that called me, I was like, you know what? I kind of, I felt like something was about to happen. I didn't know what. I was like, either they're that in love and there's an engagement or a child is about to happen. Knew something was about to happen. I've been preparing myself for months. That's when I realized, okay, saying your dreams aren't just dreams. Like, your dreams are connected a little bit more than just just normal, like, off-the-wall dreams. And when I realized that, I was like, whoa, did God bless me with some dreams? And mind you, this wasn't the only crazy, vivid dream that I had that I remember. There were a few others. And because I chose to move a certain direction with that one dream, I also chose to change my ways with another dream. And I think this is the dream that I wanted to talk about with you. Not I think it is the dream I wanted to talk about with you. Uh, but I said the other dreams that just so you can understand, you know, why I move the way with my dreams. The why I move the way I do with my dreams. So um, also in 2020, I had another dream. And... 
let me just tell you my relationship with God was after, after I realized that God loves me and I, he, he actually hears my word. There were certain things I knew I had to change about myself, but I wasn't in a place to fully want to change it. I was just in a place where, okay, oh man, you messed up, Sam, and go ahead and repent. And then I ended up making that same mistake again. Okay. Go ahead and repent. Made that same. It, it was very repetitive. Um, I kept doing the same mistakes over and over again. And we'll talk about some of the mistakes I did. But um, I wasn't the type where, if you guys recall um, that story in the Bible where there was a woman who was an adulterer. I guess I I should probably look up the verse. The woman, she was an adulterer. And, you know, the Pharisees brought her to Jesus and was like, you know, she's an adulterer. So aren't we supposed to stone her? And Jesus told the men, okay, whoever is without sin, cast the first stone. And slowly but surely, all the men kept leaving. It was John 8, verse 7. And, well, not John 8, verse 7, but John 8. You know what I'm saying. And verse 7 is when he says, So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you let him first cast a stone at her and then again he stooped down and wrote on the ground and if you keep going through um all the way to verse 10 when jesus had lifted up himself he saw none but the woman and he said unto her woman where are those thine accusers hath no man condemned thee she said no man lord and jesus said unto her neither do i condemn thee go and sin no more and you know what I think it's not I think I know that's where I fall to that it's the I know you'll forgive me but I but I end up still sinning and still sinning in the same exact way that I know that you forgave me last time and I think that's part of the reason why some people look at Christianity as a joke because a lot of times you have bad you have bad people that claim being Christians and choose to do some horrendous things purposefully and end up afterwards repenting and then do the same thing repenting do the same thing and um it makes us look like jokes because we know god is so forgiving but when are we going to align ourselves with the word so for me i was one of those hypocrites consistently doing the same thing going back to church or going back to god Repenting, crying, doing the most all over again and still doing the same thing. Until eventually I had this dream. Dream was I was with somebody that I, I was talking on the phone with somebody that I love. And I was at a beach. I was like on a, let me see, like a ocean deck type thing. And I was walking down the stairs and I see my cousin call me. So I told them, like, hey. I'm going to call you back. My cousin's calling me. And me and my cousin are on the phone. And my cousin is telling me where to meet her. So it's my cousin, me, her wife, and their kids. And we're on the beach. And um, we're chilling, talking, laughing, watching the kids play. And looking at the beach, you see something that looks like looks like a tsunami. But not even a tsunami. Let me say it better. It looks like a tornado, 
or it looks like the eye of a hurricane like if you ever seen one um and it's just like some circular water wind movement coming towards us and for whatever reason like i'm not moving like i'm looking at it i'm in pure confusion i'm like wow this is crazy i can't believe this is what's going on right now but i don't move and the people around me because it wasn't just us on the beach there was a few other people on the beach too no i don't i don't remember no one moving i just all of a sudden now all of a sudden people started running started running and um when everybody else started running i started running and I thought they were running because of the tsunami or why well, I keep calling it a tsunami. I th thought they were running because of the tornado in the water, but they were running because there was like explosions behind us. And I peeped game and I saw this huge explosion. So I, when I peeped game, I started trying to run faster, but an explosion ended up hitting me to a point that my body flies up in the air and I realized that I'm about to die. And when I realized I'm about to die, that's when I wake up. And I was like, I just died in my dream. And I realized like, okay, Sam, with everything that just happened, that means you didn't go to heaven in this dream. Like you weren't up watching the chaos. You, you were on the ground having the chaos happen to you. And I was like, wow, does that mean that I'm not in good graces with God right now. Like, is that is that what that dream is telling me? And that's what I felt in my heart. Like, I felt like that's what it was telling me. And I was terrified, y'all. I was terrified. Because, you know, in your brain, you always assume, regardless of what you do, God's going to love you. But there's going to be a point in time where you've made... There's going to be a point in time where you've separated who God is for real. And him being your real father and you wanting to respect him to this man that you think that is um, just going to forgive you for anything. Like there are certain there are certain things that God ain't going to just push past, and especially if our heart isn't right with it. If we truly if we truly always choose sin all the time, we know who our father is. And in that moment, I had to be reminded that the way I'm moving. <laughs> Bless me. Oh. Uh, I feel like another one coming on. The way I'm moving, I'm not acting as God's child. And I can't be alarmed if, you know, Jesus comes back tomorrow that I wouldn't be in his good graces. I can't be alarmed from that if I'm not acting as his child. So that to me was the biggest wake up call where I, I really made effort to try to change certain habits that I had. And um, that kind of brings it back to, I think one of the past episodes I talked about, I talked about how um, I woke up one day, I was drunk, woke up that day, early that morning and thought, you know, heard the trumps and I thought Jesus was back type thing. That happened after this dream where I was told Sam, you, where I felt like I was told Sam, you need to change your ways. And I chose to revert. And when I chose to revert, I was scared into being right again, you know? And that's kind of what's been happening. Like, anytime I try to do something wrong, 
I'm always being reverted back. And let me not say that that just started now. Like that has been my lifestyle or my situation ever since I was young. When I would lie, I would get caught right after. Um, when I was still, I would get caught right after. It was never a time frame for, for me to really do wrong. Every time I did wrong, I was quickly corrected, quickly corrected. And now I'm being corrected when I do things in my own privacy. And I'm just like, my goodness, like I literally can't do nothing wrong. But I had to remind myself that I'm being corrected because God loves me. I'm not just being corrected because um, I just, people want to bother me or God just wants to bother me or the, what the devil wants to bother me. Like I'm being corrected because I'm God's child. And until I choose to have enough restraint and, and really think first and allow the spirit to move in me rather than the world moving me, I'm going to continuously be corrected. Because regardless, I'm his. I just have to do better as being his. And um, that, to me, made me, like, these dreams that I've been having and realizing that I'm not where I need to be made me slowly but surely fix the things that I knew were wrong. So in that in that time frame, I was having sex out of marriage. Um I was also watching pornography, masturbation, lying. Uh, wasn't stealing no more because now I had money. But um, those things that I kept doing, I now took the time. Oh, and getting drunk, of course, because the drunk part is a cause. Or let me not say cause, but, um, you know, the cause and effect thing. When I would get drunk, the effect would be you know, pornography, masturbation, things like that. I, I Like alcohol was very much so me allowing myself to do whatever I felt like doing. That was my like let go, I guess you can say. And, um, you know, that was one of the biggest reasons why I had to take alcohol out because that was the biggest contributor to me not acting. I was in a place where I realized that alcohol was kind of moving me in a way that I didn't want to be. So when I canceled out alcohol, I canceled out certain urges. I'm in a place where I'm choosing to do way better than what I was before. And I'm I'm dictating how to, to move in a better way as a Christian. Because I need to. And I can't keep trying to be a hypocrite where I choose to do wrong when I know it's wrong. And now I'm in a place where those urges aren't even really a thought process for me anymore. I don't think about them. Now I'm in a place where I'm correcting the internal, like how my heart is set up, how my thought process is set up, how I react to certain situations. That's the level I'm at now. And I'm I'm so appreciative of being there because there are things about myself that I didn't realize that I did. Like I gossip. I talk a lot. I peep games. So now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, Sam, you're noticing that you gossip. You need to change that because that's not okay. You know, I allow, I allow other people to get me upset, which is what y'all saw and experienced, you know, last episode. That's not okay. I have to remember whose child I am. And regardless of how anyone treats me, I'm still that person's child. Like I'm still God's child. I don't care what nobody does to me. You know, these are things I'm realizing about myself. I realized that I'm very fearful. God didn't instill fear in me. He didn't instill fear into his children. So it's like so many things 
that now that I've taken those big distractors out, um, those big, those, those big distractors are gone. So now I'm able to deal with the nitty gritty and I'm changing myself and I'm, I'm trying my best to change myself in a way that emulates what God wants me to be, who God wants me to be. I want to move right. So with that being said, you know, I just pray that all of us end up in a place where we're not at the same level we were before, where we take time to build that relationship with God so that he can show us our gifts because it's not just gifts of dreams. There's multiple gifts out there. You know, there's there is a gift of wisdom. Let me get to the Bible verse. It's first Corinthians. Uh, first Corinthians 12 verse seven, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all for one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit, and to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another the workings of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kind of tongues, to another the interpretation interpretation of tongues. But all these work if that one and the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. And then there's more where we're in Acts 2. Let's see, Acts 2, verse 16. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And that, and that it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit unto all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaids I will pour out in those last days my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Like we you know, we in the last days, y'all. Like these these gifts are being thrown out there right now by the spirit. And you know, when you get to a place where you build that bond with God, he's gonna reveal them to you. Who knows how? I don't know how. For me, I I believed it when it came true. And that's when I took the time to realize that, okay, you know, I'm somebody special. I ain't just no normal normal. I'm somebody special. But I didn't believe it at first when I, I, I first had the dream. I just peeped game. Okay, I, I got something to do. I have, I have some work to do because I've never dreamt about these people and had a vivid dream like this. This is too real for me. But... You know, I don't know how it's going to happen for you guys, but I know it will. And when it does, I want y'all to be so happy because y'all know that you guys are moving in the right direction. And all you got to do is just keep going with him. But, you know, I think that's all I got to say this episode. So I think we are going to end this off with a prayer. But thank you for this day. Help everyone at six to get better. Thank you for everything you've done for us, Father God, protecting us and loving us and strengthening us, Father God. Thank you, Father, for allowing your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you for blessing us and allowing us to have another day with you, Father God, because that's a blessing for us to wake up. Father God, thank you for loving us enough to forgive us when we make mistakes because... 
we were born into sin. We are born into sin, and we're not Jesus. We don't. We're, we're not perfect. We don't have enough self control not to make mistakes. But Father God, you love us enough to forgive us every time we do when we truly repent to you, Father God. Take the time to change us, Father God. Let us realize the mistakes that we're making, Father, so that we can build a closer bond with you. Protect our family and our friends, the people, our loved ones that, that know you but aren't making right decisions, or the people that don't know you and that need to learn about you, Father God. Let them realize who you are, Father God. Pray for them. Any person in pain, any person with sadness, Father God, protect them and love on them and remind them that you are with them, Father God. Strengthen us in these days, Father God, and let us come together and love on you and love on each other because that's what we're supposed to do. Even if it's hard and, it, and it's not something that comes easy to us, Father God, continue protecting us. In your name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Talk to y'all next time. God willing. Peace.